What's up, everyone? This is the Building and Empowering People's Podcast, and I'm your host, Victor Thomas and Gary Simmons Jr. And like we said, we just come here to talk about life, to motivate you, to talk about our weeks, to have a little bit of fun, whatever it may be. But we're committed to this thing, and we're here again uh, this week to just discuss new topics. So um, let's just get right into it. Uh, first topic, you know, we're going to dive into is why is motivation not as popular as negativity? We kind of you kind of talked a bit about it earlier on, you know, on that on that subject. Yeah. But now that it's going to be the, the conversation of the podcast. So kind of extend on what you were saying or even start back over on what you were saying with um, that particular subject. OK, so. What I was saying about it was, um, you know, I'm just going to speak about, like, what exactly what I was saying. So I was saying, like, you know, we as, you know, I guess encouragers, um, like, I used to think about this a lot back then. It's like, and still kind of to this day, like, when we put out inspiration and stuff like that, it's like people don't want to hear it. But when people, people are more drawn to what's not good to them, I feel in a way. And I was questioning, I was questioning about it a lot. It's like, why is it that people are so drawn to what's not good to them? And it's been something that's really been affecting me. But um, I feel the reason why people are not drawn to it, because I feel like what's good for them, like, I feel like some sometimes the truth really hurts. So, like, if they hear something that, that they really, truly need, but they don't want to hear is like, they are afraid of the truth because they know if they hear the truth, something about that truth is going to either make them sacrifice something. It's going to have to make them throw away old habits or anything that they're so really used to and so inclined to. But it kind of goes back to what I used to say is like growth requires some type of sacrifice. So I feel like we have to really like tune in our ears to what's like what can truly help us rather than going in the same cycle over and over and over again with the exact same things that is causing no growth. So that's what I was really saying. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of negativity that people are so going to be so inclined to rather than listening to us the good. But that doesn't mean to stop, to not be weary in doing what's good or stop getting tired of what's doing, what's true and what's right. So that's kind of what I was saying about that topic, man. So, man, my my take and perspective on it, I actually created a quote a couple of years ago and I said. Um, negativity is the new popular thing to do. Yeah. And what happens is it's been like. You know, in, in all areas now, whether people are looking for it or creating it, you know, it's. You know, news outlets and everything, they're changing what they do to be able to fit what people are looking for now. It's like, it's not, it's not about, you know, what people need. It's more so about what they're interested in, what sales, what, what makes sense at the time, you know? So, uh, what that typically is now is, is negativity. So when it comes to like the reality shows, when it comes to, to all that, you know, it's like drama, it sells and in the process of drama, like drama typically has like negativity. And what mm-hmm. happens is I think, people they are you know it's a way for them to escape it helps them to to not have to deal with the life that they have but it 
it also in the process it puts them on to someone else's life like the life someone else's struggle someone else's pain someone else's trials and tribulations so while you're looking at that and while you're watching that you're more so focused on that and now you forget about everything that you're going through through and that's an escape almost like people that do drugs or on alcohol and that type of stuff whatever it is that you whatever it is that they do that's their escape mm -hmm. and people watching negativity or liking it or sharing it or whatever it is that's their escape because it's like people feel better with seeing someone else uh, struggle and have misery and have pain and that stuff uh, than themselves because it makes them feel better like hey my life is not that bad or this is happening to them and in the process of that it's like they can temporarily forget it it doesn't like they don't completely forget it they temporarily forget it and also a reason reason why people don't like uh, positivity is because they know that they're going to have to be responsible for what they know and mm -hmm. people know that they got to be responsible for what they know so they rather not know what they should know because they don't want to be responsible for it yeah so in the in the process of that they go on to to doing those negative things and i can say that uh the the rate in like negativity has risen over the years and it's only becoming like even better mm -hmm. like even not even better but even bigger than than it was previously like it grows and it's like we spread more negativity than we spread positivity. That's why negativity is winning. Exactly, man. And like when you said about running to negativity, of like, like I, I I can say person like I've been running like in the past like I've been running to negativity for a long time, man. And, it's, and it gave me such it gave me such a, a temporary satisfaction, but the aftermaths of it, man, is like it left me to feel so empty. And so I started to run to the things that will not only just give me that satisfaction, but it will keep me full. You know what I'm saying? Like it will right. keep me. And that satisfaction was basically going back to God, man. Like that's how I felt about it, man. Like just going to God, like he gave me that like serenity and peace. And it wasn't just peace that just lasted for a second. Like I did when I ran to the negativity, it was like that peace that continued to keep me full and like it never digested. Right. You know what I'm saying so. That was one thing I, I learned, man, like I, I started to run like over the years, man, like starting to run towards the right things and not going to lie. Like sometimes like like running to those things is like I'm not really running to like anything negative, but like running to like negative music or run to these things and that things like it will give me like. But then it, like overall is like when I run to the things that is good, it's like I feel like it's better to. Like it goes back to what I used to say. It's like it's better to hold on to the truths that will set you free than than hold on to this negative thing that will keep you in a cycle and keep you in bondage, man. So I know I know what you mean, man. And you know we just gotta try our absolute best to you know just work hard at it every single day. It may not yeah. seem like it's progress by speaking positive and sending out those messages because sure. at the end of the day, like we're still human, so we're gonna check and see if people are are viewing it or people are liking it yeah, yeah, yeah. or how people are responding to it. But, uh, at the end of the day, we just got to keep up with it. And if it's progress in the right direction, then that's better mm -hmm. than no progress at all. So we can't, it's almost like the thing of, let's say, don't, don't let hate win. Like exactly. we can't let negativity win. We gotta, we gotta over, overshadow negativity with positivity. Like mm -hmm. we gotta shine, uh, you know, the light on darkness. We gotta shine, you know, over, overshadow darkness with light and overshadow hate with love so yeah, whatever it is we got to overshadow uh the thing that isn't meant the thing that shouldn't be there 
to the right thing that should be there. Exactly, man. Like it, it goes back to like nothing is is counted off if you want to make use to it, man. So like, don't if you if you're making use with the good that you're putting out, making good use to like everything that you're doing is never counted off and is not for nothing, especially if you're doing unto God. So, like, it it feels as if like what you're doing is is for nothing, but when you keep on doing it, you will look back and say all that stuff that I was, that I was working hard on all that stuff. And not only just that, but it's just in general, like everything I was doing, it wasn't just for nothing. You know what I'm saying? And we have to, you know, we have to, in order to, to change things around, we have to find someone that's within our life that is positive. Like sometimes like we may not have a positive person in sight and they may be, gossiping got a lot of drama a lot of negativity so in contrast like that makes us we become them because that's who we are around all the time so now we're comfortable with that so when we get around people that speak the opposite way we're like i feel uncomfortable i don't want to be around them they're boring or they're this or they're that we start calling them names but in actuality that's what we actually need so we actually need to get to a point where we start going towards the things that we need instead of things that we don't because ultimately the things that we don't need are going to only push us back and the things that we do need that are uncomfortable that are boring that are not cool to be around like those are the things that are going to grow us and push us in the right direction Mm -hmm. in order to to grow uh, us as people exactly man so you got to separate yourself man Uh, i was actually reading this story in the bible like i'm glad you brought this up man i was reading this story in the bible and um I think it was somewhere in Mark. It was about how Jesus was, um, he was on his way to heal, um, to heal a girl. But she, as, as he was walking, the, one of them came back and said, well, don't even bother with telling Jesus because she's already dead. Um, I'm just, this is just Derek's version. I, I think I, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, this is Derek's version. I think like, it was something about healing her daughter, her Yeah, son, yeah, 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 his daughter. Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so one of them said he already dead, but. Jesus said she's already alive and stuff like so when he got there basically what I'm trying to get to when he got there there was people in the room that was laughing that didn't really believe and I guess that can be sort of that the, that negativity right. and what Jesus did was he just put them out and he didn't put out the ones that still believed like he he put out all of them that was that was laughing didn't believe and right. I've realized that in order for something to be brought to life or something in order for a miracle you can't be in a room full of doubt or negativity. Like sometimes you just got to put that out, man. That's what I've learned from that. So like some days you got to distance yourself from people that is being negative and, you know, you know, go like what you were saying, like, like go to that, even if it's just one person, like go to that one person that is always positive, that will bring you up, that will be there for you. And like, just, you know, that is overall good for you rather than just surrounding yourself and being in a room of negativity that, nothing will be birthed to life from that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure, for sure. But let's uh, hop off. Oh, yeah, yeah. The... Let me, yes. No, man, that's, that's, that's good, man. That's yeah. good. It's uh, Just wanted to, to make sure, you know, that we get into all the subjects. For sure, for sure. Uh, but the next one I had was why do people get comfortable with with you doing stuff for them and they eventually look at, look at it as an expectation? So what that question means and intent is that you, that you know how okay so what i mean by it is 
what happens is when you do stuff for people okay. and you do it so often that now they start to like look now they look for it, it's an yeah. expectation like you know like if you give someone ten dollars every monday they're like you know they're like all right all right but eventually now they're like okay now every monday they're looking for ten dollars so if you stop giving them ten dollars like they never did anything or whatever you just did it but then when you stop they're like hey what happened to the ten dollars every monday you're like well i was doing that for a little while it's mm-hmm. like but you did it so often why did you stop like oh you know because it became an expectation so so what I'm saying is like I've noticed not even with with other people but with myself it's like that that's so true it's like when people start doing stuff for you consistently you expect it and we never ask the person why they do it or how long they're going to do it or whatever it is we just receive it and we're like okay and then after we receive it so many times in a certain way we look forward to it. It's like like payday. Like you know when you're gonna get paid. You work towards it and you're like, all right, I'm gonna get paid on Friday. Direct deposit is gonna kick in twelve midnight. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at sometimes you look at your account to see if the money's gonna be there because it's an expectation and it comes in consistently every single time. Right. But then also what happens when we do that, we should have that expectation on the things that we work towards. But what I want to get people to understand is that we shouldn't get comfortable and have those expectations on people that are just doing nice things for us. Like if they're doing it, great, appreciate it, be grateful and thankful for it while they're doing it. But if they stop, they have no obligation to you, to me as an individual to continue doing what they were doing. Because at the end of the day, whatever it is that they're doing, they didn't have to do that to start with. So we should cherish and be grateful for the moment or for the time that they put in or what they gave us because it was more than they had to or more than we would have gotten from anyone else. So I think that we should get to a point where we start thanking those individuals for that time and effort and whatever it is that they're giving us. And if they happen to stop doing that, we should be okay with that because they don't have to do what they're doing Mm -hmm. they don't have to continue doing that and if they and if they had to continue to doing that they probably would have but for the fact that they didn't and they they did it from the kindness of their heart shows that that individual did it purely out of a desire to want to help you exactly so Derek how do you feel about you know people having expectations after yeah. someone's done something good for them for so long. Yeah, man, and for sure. And, like, I feel like also, man, it's like the more that we feed into that expectation, it's like, okay, I'm expecting them to do this and this. We move away from our own, like, worth ethnic, if that makes sense. Like, we, it's like we rely on them so much. It's like, okay, I don't have to do this anymore. I don't have to do any that anymore because I'm, I'm already expecting them to do it. But then when they don't do it, then we start to get mad and like all this one at the end of the day it wasn't a source it was just a blessing that they were willing to do it for you for yeah so like i think that's one one way too is like we have to really just be thankful for like what people are doing rather than like getting that you know that blessing once for them and then continue to expect them more and more to do it because the more that we expect some of our expectations won't be met when they do when they don't do it so it's like 
you got to also like make sure like you have to really be thankful for it and also like make sure that you're also working like continue to work on that own worth ethnic because like i said like you can't look at it as if okay i'm getting this expectation i don't even have to do this no more or anything like that and so it's like you got to make sure like you always stay prepared and like always like continue to do what you you know we're always doing like making sure it's you're seeing it as a blessing and not as just a source like okay i'm going to continually get this you know what i'm saying for sure and let me and let me say real quick that i did not mention but i do want to throw it out there and i'm yeah. not saying this is everyone but it's people that are getting stuff and things that happen to them and they didn't realize it so they start doing that so if you are unaware that you are an individual that has gotten comfortable with someone doing something for you and it became an expectation and then you got upset when that expectation wasn't met uh this is this is for you so yeah. if you don't know now you know and if you do know you know now put in the effort to stop seeing it that way mm -hmm. but just work to do better and to be better because at the end of the day it was a blessing from that individual and as long as the individual chose to bless you that's good enough and they don't owe a reason or an explanation and why they did it or why they stopped doing it exactly i feel you man it's like it's kind of like um it's like a i guess kind of like you know how the water fountain like I don't know if it's for every bird like found it, but usually there's always water in it. And it's like the bird, it's like a bird continuing to get water from that every single day. But as soon as that water runs out, it's like the bird was always relying on someone putting the water in there. But it's like right. now since like the water is gone, it's like, are you going to like settle and wait for them to continue to fill that water up? Or are you going to try to find water somewhere else? So it's like focusing on that worth ethic, man. And like, you know, like you said, like if, if you're doing it now, like, make sure that you continue to grow and, um, yes. <laughs> that's, that's a great thing that you mentioned. You know, you mentioned the birds. You know, the great thing about just animals in general, man, like, they don't have an expectation. Like, yeah. sometimes they do, but then, like, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, you yeah. expect to be an animal. For the most part, like, animals can adapt to stuff real fast. For it's sure. like, they can get used to something and it change. And they'll look at it and then they they'll just, like, cross else. over yeah. and they'll adapt to something, like, real quick. It's yeah. like, you know, like they, sh I see these videos of like these people like they're working these restaurants. They'll put food out, and then a dog will come and pick it up every day. And then now the dog shows up at nine o'clock every day mm -hmm. to get that that same meal because you know he was used to it and comfortable. And, and that's okay because that that's kind of like what happens. But at the end of the day, like we can't be upset when it changes. So what happens is that that dog showed up every day to get that uh, plate of lasagna or whatever it was. But as soon as that person stopped doing it, the dog realized and adapted. They didn't mm -hmm. get mad. They didn't get upset. They just found, found you know, something else new to be able to go about exactly. to make, to become, you know, their new normal. Exactly, man. Like, like kind of like, you know how we always see that blonde cat that be walking around, bro? Oh, yeah. It's like, I, I can tell, like, it's a house cat. So, obviously, like, if the owner stopped feeding, I always see this cat, like, on the hunt, like, yeah. for, like, birds or, like, anything like that. So, it's also, like, just staying on that hunt as well and just try to grow and, you know, continue to keep up that worth ethic, man. But, yeah. So, man, that was that was a, a good conversation on that. And hopefully, you know, as... As you all listen to this, you learn something from it. For sure. It's either something that you knew already or something you didn't know and you weren't familiar with. So hopefully, you know, you can kind of add that to, you know, your life and see how that kind of works out. Mm -hmm. But the next topic I wanted to get into was 
you know, some people slash businesses will tolerate you until they can replace you. So what I mean by that is sometimes as as people, we can be very difficult. We can be difficult employees. For, we can be pain in the butts for other for like companies or for family members or for friends or whatever it is. But what happens is we have a little bit of value on what we do or what we bring to the table. But it's almost like that value that we bring to the table or that that work ethic that we have that we contribute to whatever else we're doing. It's almost like unbearable, like the company can't really tolerate you as much, Mm -hmm. but they have to because you have a certain skill set or you have something that it needs and they don't have anyone else that could do it. So they kind of have to deal with it. And when it comes to like individuals, you know, is certain things that you bring to the table or certain things that you're good at. And it's like, all right, that's needed for the individual, for the group or whatever it may be. So they have to tolerate you talking crazy or you, you being annoying or you doing that. But what I come to realize is that at times people, groups, organizations, businesses or whatever it is. It gets to a certain point in time where you can become too much. And not even just saying you, me, I can become too much. But what happens is if that level of too much grows to a certain level, what will happen is those individual, those groups, those businesses or companies, they will slowly but surely start to find someone that can replace you. They may find someone that has more skills, more abilities, they may find someone that has the same skills, same abilities, or they may find someone that has skills and abilities that are close to what you had. But it's only so long that those entities will allow you to keep doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And what will happen is they'll allow you to do it for so long. And then once it gets to a certain level that they can't tolerate anymore, they will look for your replacement. They will replace you. They will make sure that you're no longer... Uh, able to contribute that negativity or that drama or that annoyance or that low morale or whatever it is that you bring that was unnecessary and that was intolerable for them to be able to deal with. Yeah. So, Derek, what is your uh, your take or your your spill on um, people, individual groups, companies um, tolerating you long enough until they're able to replace you? Yeah, man. Um, when you started saying that, I kind of caught it. I'm going to take this somewhere, but I, I kind of took it as like football, man. Like, I know there's a lot of, there was like a, like when I was on the football team, um, there was a lot of people that wanted to take football even higher and go to um, like colleges and okay. stuff like that. And so, like, the way I seen it, man, is like, you can have the gift, but if your character is not there, then that gift will not really produce anything. You know what I'm saying? For sure. For like, a lot of people, they had the gift, man. Like, I can tell you, some of them could have went to the NFL, but that one thing they didn't keep up was their grades, man. Yeah. And, like, that, like people, like, they will keep giving you chance after chance, but if you don't keep, if you don't, you know, if you didn't keep up your grades, they're going to obviously find someone that have, probably has the exact same gift as you, 
but they had their grades up. So that, I kind of seen as that, that, and like with character, man, like I feel like character is very important, man. Like I feel like a gift is a gift, but a gift with the right character can enhance that gift like 10 times more better and make a far more impact in that way. So like, I feel like when you were saying that, I think it just, it went back for me with like character, man. Like, like you said, people will tolerate you for a long time, but if you continue to keep up like that same, like, level of whatever you're doing that that they don't really agree with of course they're going to eventually find someone else to replace you and and do all the other stuff you said so i feel like with you have to really like make sure your character and you know, standing in who you are is like definitely like not only just right in their eyes but it's definitely appropriate for you as well to where you can have growth and maturity and all that as well man so so when you were speaking of football, I came up with a couple examples of like the NFL. So yeah. um, with uh, Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, they both played for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. And what happened was I'll just start with, I want to say Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess he was, he wasn't really that big of a problem. But what happens is he kind of held out for a whole year. And he didn't get paid, and that kind of made the team struggle a bit mm-hmm. uh, in the process of him doing that. So he took an approach that the team was uncomfortable with, and not cause, because he's never done that. And he he was like their best, one of the best players, mm-hmm. and he was the reason why they advanced so far. But because he took that stance and he, you know, wanted to like protect himself and all that, which he was right. He had he had the ability to do whatever he wanted to do, but the team took that as you know as a sign of disrespect, yeah. and they would have kept him own but what happened in the process was it was a guy that stepped up that was a running back and he didn't produce as much as Le'Veon Bell mm-hmm. so what happens is but he contributed a lot and it was like it was like all right this guy contributes a lot compared to what this guy did he doesn't do as much as this guy and he's not as good but I think eventually with time he can exactly. get there we can help him so, and work him to exactly the, yeah. so when the guy finally came back they already had his replacement, so he was looking for a big contract, and they're like, we're good now. So right. now he had to go seek a, a big, big time payday from somewhere else, and he eventually lost a lot of money too. But that was that was kind of like a, one of those things where it was like a win lose situation. So like, I can get where he's coming from, and I can get where the company, where the team was coming from, because at the end of the day, it's still a business, and at the end of the day, he's still a player having to protect himself and get you know, get his money, but end up backfiring, but he still ended up getting his money, but he didn't get to get his money at the place that he wanted to be. But the other one was Antonio Brown. Yeah. Like he was, they call these receivers that like are high maintenance. They call them divas. So <laughs> he was a diva of a receiver. Like he, he used to have to have things a certain way. He would show up late. He would do this. He would do, uh, do that. I don't know the, the details or the specifics of what he did, but you would hear a lot of talks about some things that he was doing that other people weren't able to do. Like they were looking at him like, how can he do this? How can he do that? Because he got to a certain stature of, you know, popularity. And he was like working hard. I guess he was thinking in his head, like I work hard to be able to do whatever I want to, to show up late, to not come to practice, to, to not have to watch film. If I'm performing, like that's all that matters. And he had this mindset of like, he's gotten so big that you got to tolerate whatever it is that he, he did. Exactly. And what happens is they did. They tolerated it probably seven, eight, nine years. But then what happens is they had a receiver that came in that was putting up numbers that were comparable to his. And they start to see that he was a leader and he was all this stuff that Antonio Brown wasn't. 
So what happens is this guy ended up being voted like, I guess, like teammate of the year or teammate of the season or whatever. And then, you know, Antonio Brown, he went off. He was just right. like, how y'all do this? I'm the guy that got the most yards. He contribute, you know, leadership and all that stuff for performance on the field, which they're totally separate. But what happens is they eventually, uh, they eventually found their replacement for him. So what happens is they got rid of him because now that this guy that had all the qualities that he didn't have, and he had a skill set that wasn't quite his, but it was like good enough for them to be able to say, hey, now you can pack your bags and we're going to send you right. over on the, you know, the other part of, of the United States. Exactly. And so that's an example of like, you know, people, business, companies or whatever, they'll deal deal with you enough until they can replace you. Mm -hmm. So you were saying about that character and stuff, you know, it's a difference in being able to be a person that says, Eric Thomas has um, a song. I think it's on the resolution. He said, I work too hard for you to tell me no. And he's not saying it in a way of saying that he's gotten arrogant. He's gotten this and you got to deal with it because he's gotten so good. He's saying that I work too hard for you to deny me of stuff. I still got character. I still got integrity. I'm still doing things the right way and I'm busting my tail to do it. So I'm not going to uh, tolerate anything, uh, anything of disrespect or any no's when I'm putting in the effort and the work to get it and I'm not causing a problem in the exactly. process. So like when it comes to working hard, it's not just on the gift or whatever you want. It's like on everything, like your character, like who you are, your maturity, everything like that. And I feel like when all those things, especially like if your character is in the right way, right place, I feel like your gift is going to manifest. So I feel like with that being said, like just making sure like when you're in businesses or doing that or whatever you're doing, like don't just work hard on that specific gift and get so good at that that you're not getting all these other areas that need to be fixed. So it, it requires to it requires a lot of work, but it's work that is needed. So continue to work on that. And, you know, everything's going to work out for sure. OK, I mean, let's lighten it up a bit. Um, next topic I want to get into is. You know, kind of, I guess this is just something for me and you, I guess, that the people can kind of hear and probably yeah. get some ideas or kind of see what, you know, how we go about it. But um, as of lately, man, what what have you been doing for fun? Like, for fun. has it been anything new? Has it been anything different? Has it been the same? But, like, just name a couple things that you kind of do for fun and, yeah, what you know, what do you find fun within them? Okay, so... um a few things I did lately was going to, you know, a nature spot, going to the lake. And sometimes I will go with friends like I haven't seen for a while. So like when the quarantine was over, like I'll usually go with them. And like some days on that exact same day, like I know you're probably tired of this, but uh, <laughs> we were usually going for like a, just a drive, man, like just driving. And the only reason I said that because you be lifting riding every single day. But like I feel like we're like driving. And just listening to music, just talking about life. I think that's like a really fun thing to do. Um, what else? Uh, someday, like, of course, I got to get my nerves to play my video games and stuff like that. Um, I always like also like family time. I think that's very a good time, man. Just messing around with each other, like just making memories, man. I think. I think that's really fun, just making memories, man, doing all that type of stuff, man. But that those recently the stuff I've been doing. Um but yeah, just mainly like major spots and like um 
you know, just making memories of, like, the people around me, like, family, friends, and stuff like that. Just really making the most of it, man. So you basically telling people that we've been stuck at home, being safe at home, and go to the park. <laughs> so you you telling people, forget what the rules are. <laughs> Take your butt to Bro. some nature spots and do it because I'm doing it, and that's what it is. So <laughs> no, no, don't, don't listen to Jerry. Don't listen. My I'm mom just, sleep. My mom sleep be saying all the time, like, just, every time I be leaving, bro, she be like, I see you're not following quarantine rules. <laughs> And like, bro, she always be getting on me, bro. I'm like, Dang. I'm gonna tell you what you hit her with next time. Yeah, six feet social distance. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. She always be saying that, dude. I'm like, I'm keeping six feet. Yeah. That's what you tell her when she said like six feet yeah. social distance. Yeah. You're not following it either. <laughs> but yeah, don't, don't don't do this stuff right now. But no, I got what you were saying. You were saying you did that beforehand. Like yeah. I, I got. I just had to throw it in there because I'm yeah. like, I feel you, bro. My mom, my mom said the exact same thing, bro. I understand, bro. But man, um, <laughs> man, for for me though, I get the the family time, and that's like that's like super crit- critical and. And important is like sometimes you can get lost in the family time, just like having so much fun doing that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hours just go by. And for me, it's like I'm a TV lover and movie lover, whatever. So I get lost in those too. Like for me, that's fun, like watching TVs and movies. Yeah. Um, Because, like, to me, that's like that would be equivalent to to me, like video gaming. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. Like, I've been. Like I say, I'm, I've been loving TikTok lately. Like I don't TikTok, do, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't do videos, but I like, I like watching them, and more so, I, I like watching the the Christian ones and how like creative, uh, they get with the with the messages. Like they could be like in the backyard and they like take off running towards the camera, like right. wait, 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 let me pray for you, let me pray for right, you. I'm like, you. oh, that's cold. But then also, uh, just the creativity within it as well. Like you can get lost in that for, for some some hours or whatever. Um, but man, that's it's kind of like the thing of, of that. Like for me, like another thing of like fun is like me going and get like a cup of coffee or me uh, cooking different things around the house. Like lately, I got a smoker and I've been able to like yes, smoke different things. Like I've smoked so far since I've gotten it. I've smoked like ribs and chicken wings and uh, brisket and uh, like sausage or whatever. But that's it. But I'm thinking about you know experimenting on some more things like turkey and some other things that I can do oh, yeah, as that's well. Be but good for sure. That's been like really fun. It's just like creating different stuff and doing that. But it's like, it's always something to have fun. And even if you're stuck in the house or whatever it is, like yeah. it's always something that you can find fun in and you can get lost within that time. So yeah, and you're for, kind of forced to too, especially oh, with yeah. this quarantine stuff. Like I think that was one benefit from it. Like you get to like find new talents or find new fun things to do, man. Like that's definitely been a good thing to do. And for me personally, man, like since I like drive for a living, it's like I, I get out every day because it's like I'm helping people to get to work and do all this other stuff. So for me, it's like I'm not as stuck in the house as someone else because I'm like helping people to get to their destinations and all that stuff. Yeah. And then like in the process of me, what's funny, though, is in the process of me helping people to get to work or get from work or get to the grocery store or from the grocery store or whatever, I get to actually see what people are doing. So Yeah, that's uh, kind of cool too, it's, man. It's funny. It's like I see that, but like during quarantine, I really get to see it. So like when you hear about these rules and stuff that are applied, then I pick up these people and I like take them to the <laughs> lake or something and it's just like, uh-oh. Well, like, not following quarantine. <laughs> it's funny because I get to see it, but I don't judge. I just right. look at it as like, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, it's not me and like I don't have any right to like judge them like whatever if they get in trouble or they do that, that that's them yeah, like yeah. I'm not finna like hey such and such is I'm calling the cops right yeah. <laughs> but like um, 
I know this is off subject. Speaking of calling the cops and you said that, um, man. So I had um, a Lyft ride yesterday. Mm -hmm. So I've been driving with Uber and Lyft for October will be four years. Four years. So out of those four years, I've accumulated almost 12,000 rides. Okay. So I've had like some like almost bad experiences. But they haven't quite been like the one that I had. What is this? Thursday. Oh, so this is recent. So this was Tuesday. This was, I want to say Tuesday or Monday. It was one of them. It was Monday or Tuesday. But I literally, I, I got to tell you a story. Yeah, you oh, got something, bro. <laughs> I picked up this lady. I was, in, I was in Franklin. I picked up this lady and in the process of me picking up this lady, she was going to you know the old franklin factory where we went to you know the place that has like oh the, okay the donut shop, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has a coffee shop it has all that she was talking about meeting some friends and um she happened to say um that she wanted to go somewhere else so did i mind like waiting or waiting for a bit because she wanted to like kill a little bit of time or go somewhere else till she wait for friends i'm like yeah cool like i was going in to get a coffee anyway so i went in and, and we went in and we, we got a coffee and what I noticed is they're actually allowing people to sit down now. Oh. So like people were still like spread apart, but you can actually sit, sit in down. there and sit down. So I, I, I sat down, but I still like had on my mask and all that stuff and just talked a little bit. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm drinking my coffee and you know, she said that her friends are going to, going to be here or somewhere else. I don't, I don't remember what the details and stuff were, but I'm like, all right. So at the time I'm like, all right. She's like, do you mind? you know, dropping me off somewhere. I'm like, you know, cool. So we, we get in, we get into my vehicle and remind you the, the app's still on. Yeah. And, um, so we got to talking and one thing led to another. I felt like this was a, this was like a spiritual, this was almost like a discipleship moment. Like the word says he called us to be disciples and to For disciple sure. those who are in need and all that. So what happens is the conversation starts. So I kind of, forgot about the friends and all that stuff so i just started discipling i started teaching her you know how much god loves her because she was having like some problems in like believing in the bible and this mm -hmm. and when she said that i was asking certain questions and i uh i referred her to the god test which is an app that you can use if you're like a non-believer you want to know more it gives you questions based off of how you answer them okay. so it kind of leads everybody into the same direction but i was just telling her how how special she was to god and how how much he loved her and how Jesus made the sacrifice for and this and whenever she had a problem. So that conversation probably, I don't know, I don't know how long the conversation uh, lasted, but in the process of that, I didn't even realize. So she's talking to me and I'm not like just looking at her. I'm like in my front seat, she's in the back. So we're talking and, you know, I'm just giving her all this, this knowledge, and this information and, and you know, and I'm, I'm just feeling in my heart. I'm like, I know this is a God moment. Like God, God, wanted you here for a reason for you know for me to be able to to meet you to talk to you to give you the word to do this and to really just help you i'm like sure. ultimately you know it doesn't matter about the time or whatever like you know i'm I'm here to save your soul like i don't want you to like you know leave here and your, your soul not be saved so i want to you know protect you and to save your soul and giving her all right. this information and that stuff so time goes by and bro like in the process of it she started to get like quiet mm -hmm. and like the conversation kind of like 
it was just me talking for a minute. And before you know it, bro, like she got, she was wasted. Do you know, like the, I think it's probably like two or three ounces of like alcohol. When you go like to liquor store, they got like these little bitty small things. It's like a really small one. And I don't want to say they probably like two to three ounces, but two to three ounces of liquid is a lot. And bro, she had the Eddie's vodka. She had three of them. Bro, she done drunk every single one of them with the coffee. And bro, before you knew it, she she was like drooling. And she had like coffee stuck like under her lip. And she was quiet. Like she couldn't like answer questions. So before you know it, so now I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm trying to talk to her. And I'm thinking like, you know, nothing's wrong. So I, I realized and I'm like, you know, hey, um, you said your friends are coming. We've talked enough and we've had this. Your friends are coming. Uh, do you want me to take you to the other part of the building and drop you off? You want to meet them, bro? She's like not saying anything. So I'm like, all right. So I drive around and, uh. Uh, it was some people right there, so I waited till they left, and I was like, yeah, this is the place, you know, one of your friends coming, she's still not saying anything, bro, so I'm still, like, trying to get out, and I'm like, so I tell her, I'm like, all right, like, you were supposed to meet with your friends, I'm pretty sure this is the time that they're supposed to be here now, and you didn't tell me anywhere else to go, so apparently, like, this is the place, and I'm like, uh, all right, so I'm waiting, I wait, like, 15, 20 minutes, and then I finally tell her, like, I have to go. And she's just like, I have to go. And she's just like, so I waited a little, little bit longer. I didn't want to like, you know, rush her or whatever. So I get out of my vehicle and I go to the other side of the back vehicle. And I'm like, you know, maybe she needs some help getting out. So I opened the door and I wasn't going to like touch her and say, get out. Cause like, I don't want no type of problem. Oh yeah, for sure. Anything. For sure. Like, so I opened the door and I extended my hand. I was like, do you need help getting out? So I still didn't touch her, but I still like had my hand out as if like, if you need help, you can grab my hand. I can help you out. But she never reached her hand back. So I'm just like, all right, do you need, do you need some help? Do you need some help? She's just still looking like at this point, it's like she's so drunk. Like, I don't even think she can hear words like. Right. And so I opened that door and she did. not so I came to the other side, like the other uh, the side that's behind me. And I opened that door and was like, look here's the place, like, here's the walkway, I brought you up to, like, the walkway now, so you can just, like, walk right in, bro, and she's not, she's still not saying anything, she's still just looking at me, it's not like she's having a seizure or anything like that, bro, she's just, like, gone, just gone, just out of it, like, she's able to see and hear what's happening, but it's like, she's just choosing not to, so now I'm like, all right, so I'm like, I gotta go, like, at this point, bro, like, I'm about to run out of gas. Like, right. I don't know why I got to that point. Like some, like that's rare that that happened, but I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm about, I got to get gas and I got to go. And she's not caring about none of that. So bro, I'm at like 20, 30 miles. And I'm like, I don't want to get gas in Franklin. Like right. I've seen gas in Murfreesboro. Oh, that's a dollar. So gas in Murfreesboro is a dollar 30 starting off. Guess how much gas is in Franklin is? Four. Two dollars. Two. But it's like, it's not that much more of it's like, all right, it's like, oh, he's complaining about 70 cents, but like, yeah, I am. That, that's that's 70 cents, bro. That, like, that's still a lot. Right. Yeah, like, I can get gas for $1.30 compared to two. Exactly. So I was like, now I'm forced to get gas in Franklin, which I didn't mind. If I needed gas, I had to get it. So this is still happening. So I'm like, all right. So I go to the app and I'm like, emergency. So I go to the emergency part. I've never had to use this before. And it literally calls the police. I'm like, Dang. all right. It's like, 911, what's your emergency? So I'm like, Oh shoot! Like I've never like 
called had to call, call the police on nobody, but yeah. like apparently I had to. And I called the police, and they got there fast, bro. That's how you know when you're in the right neighborhood. Like they, they'll get there, be there quick. Fast. Like if I was in the hood, bro, they probably would have took about two hours. <laughs> to get there. But because I was in Franklin, the lady was like, um, an "Officer should be pulling up in a minute." And I'm like, "Dang, <laughs> I ain't never seen this. this never happen. in my life." But yeah, so what happened was. The police got there in like 10, 15 minutes, bro. Like, seriously, like, we was on the phone. She stayed on the phone with me until I was able to see them and direct them my way. And, uh, you know, they had to figure out, apparently, this was something new for them that they didn't know how to do. And they're like, so what's the problem? Like, well, you know, apparently she's been drinking and I didn't realize that he's here are the bottles, here's this, and she won't get out of my vehicle. Like, I have to go. Like, I got to continue to work. I got to get gas. I just want her out of my vehicle. And, you know, they talking to her and she ain't responding. Like, she's just looking at them crazy, too. And they can't get out because apparently they can't touch her either. So they're like, they talk with each other. They do this. And they're like, um, do you mind taking her back home? I'm like, I don't mind taking her anywhere. Like, I'll drop her off wherever she want to go. Like, but my thing is, is like, if I take her home and she doesn't get out, then what, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? So. I'll take her wherever, but wherever it is you want me to take her, you follow me and get her out, then I'll do it. So they're like, they talk with each other again. They're like, all right, we can follow you. And I was like, you have the address? I'm like, I have the address where I picked her up. So I take her to the address that I picked her up. But remind you, I picked her up in front of like, like she lives in like almost a gated community. So I picked uh, her up there, but the gates were like open. So okay. I didn't pick her up from her actual residence. But I looked on the thing and it said like 199. And bro, this didn't even exist. Dang. So this 199 wasn't even addressed because we looked at it and now I'm like, like, where does she live? I'm like, I don't know. This is where I picked her up from. And the address that she has rolled in is this street, but this number doesn't exist. So, bro, this is another like hour process. Dang, Police couldn't get her out. My car's still on, like, I still need gas. But I missed the part. I missed the part. So as on our way, I'm taking her from the old Franklin factory to her house. Bro, she literally moved from the back seat on the side over here and got over and I seen her moving bro it made me so nervous because I'm like and she been functioning this whole time and she's planning on doing something to me while I'm driving or what is she gonna do so I'm looking in my rearview mirror thinking like what's she gonna is she gonna do something to me or is she gonna try to jump out the car or whatever so I'm like locking the door trying to make sure she doesn't do that and I'm looking to make sure if she tries something I can move out the way but bro she literally gets behind my seat raises her leg up and start pissing what the heck and she literally bro, in the car. Yeah, literally right over here, bro. I had to <laughs> detail. Dang, bro. She literally started doing that, and I'm thinking like, you got to be kidding me. And I went back to my word like, be patient. Yeah. Because I'm like, be patient. There's no yeah. way I'm experiencing this. It's like a horror movie. Like this lady will not get out of my vehicle. And after everything was done and said, I had to, you know, I went. And I ended up getting gas. Ended up cleaning it out and doing all this. But it was just like. That's some stuff you see on like horror movies or you Heck hear yeah, about, man. you never experienced. But bro, that was like she real deal peed in your car. Bro, she bro. raised her leg up and she was peeing for a while. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Dang. This lady is so I started talking to Lyft and started seeing the cleaning procedure and all that, and they sent me the stuff. So I sent them all the information, bro. And they was like, We're gonna send the money soon. But bro, it took them like a day and a half and then after they sent the money they're gonna tell me we need receipts on you cleaning stuff and this that and the other i'm like that almost went off then i'm like it doesn't matter if i have a receipt right. she peed in my vehicle exactly like, bro. i should be paid for a grown woman peeing in my vehicle and this that and the other but then i had a back and forth with them but i ended up getting like a little bit of money and they're like well next time you won't receive 
a fee if this happens because you didn't have receipts showing. And I'm like, well, oh, she peed in my car. <laughs> but they didn't understand. Like, yeah. well, you need to look at the rule guy. But I was like, whatever, you know. But I feel like I had to share that because that was the first time, bro. First like, time ever happened, like, man. Almost 12,000 rides. And that was the first time. So Dang. I was upset, but I was like, I had to kind of expect it. Like, I've not had anyone, like, puke or do anything. Like, that was the first time first that time happened. Ever. So, I'm like, first time out of 12,000, like, I guess, you know. Yeah. It's, it was supposed to happen one of these times. And maybe, like, that was God telling you, like, putting your word into action, man. Because, yeah. like, using patience. Because that requires, like, a lot. a lot of patience, bro. Bro, the whole time, I'm going off in my head. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Right. I never lost it in front of her. I'm thinking, man, like, you got to be kidding me. Like, this is not real. Like, did she really just pee in my backseat? Exactly. Like, I, then I was like, it said, be patient. So I'm like, well, oh, be patient, but it don't feel good. It don't feel good. But I, <laughs> I kept my patience. I didn't go off on it. I didn't get mad. I didn't lose it. But, like, I kind of did in my head. But, yeah, I, I thought that was, like, Damn, that was crazy. Bro. But, yeah. So that was, that was that was my fun for yesterday. <laughs> Dang. That was fun for that real, was, bro. That was, like, I think I picked her up. I think the request came in at, like, 8. 58 in the morning so i picked up by like 9 12 9 15 bro the process was over like almost one o'clock like 12 one o'clock so i'm like i'm like dang this took that long from when she got in to that like mm-hmm, but, mm, but yeah so i thought that that would be something interesting oh to yeah share. That, that's interesting i was in yeah, the I whole even, time bro yeah, I, like, I didn't even tell you about that one because <laughs> that happened and, yeah dang bro Yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you more about this when the podcast. So. Oh, for sure, for sure, man. But um, but yeah, I felt that I had to share it with the people so it can be just open and transparent. With oh yeah, like for that sure. that really happened, and it we're not just telling stories, but we actually like talking about our lives and things that happened, and that was like very uncomfortable. That, yeah, for sure, bro. But uh, yeah, so that was my fun for yesterday. I don't know what I would have done, <laughs> bro. I I mean, you you kind of I don't know, like for different people, like. The old me, man, I don't know. Like, I'm glad that, that God's been working on me oh, because yeah. I don't know, bro. I probably would have, like, stopped and, like, put, like get out right now. Right, or, just like, get out my car, I was, like, bro. But I was patient, dealt with it, did all that. So That's if anybody's good, listening, listening to this and they've experienced something like that or they haven't and a situation like that comes up, you just got to handle it with the best of your ability. And, and hopefully you can handle it, uh, handle right it with way. care in the right yeah. way and not go off and lose it because ultimately like this could be a learning experience for for anyone like they have have a saying that you know fool can learn from his own mistakes but the wise person can learn from the mistakes of others so Mm -hmm. hopefully like you can do the right thing and and do that so you don't have to be uh put into like a bad situation like you end up going off on that situation you ended up like hurting them or violating them or whatever end up in jail or them pressing charges or a lawsuit or whatever it may be so hopefully you can listen to this learn from it and not have to uh go about it in a in a way that's that's not right, right if you happen to go through something like that in the near future definitely man and hopefully you know and some people are probably gonna listen to it and be like laughing right. like oh my god she peed i want to beat her up I would've right beat like, first off you don't hear women so yeah that's, exactly that's that's, that's, that's first a, and foremost exactly bro but it's like they're like but if it was a dude i would have did that it's like yeah you, you know what's yeah. funny is like yeah, you can say this, that, and the other, but until you present until it Until that actually happens, bro. Yeah, then, then that's when it happens. Because, like, usually, like, when stuff like that happens, you lose all train of thought. So it's either, like, you're calm 
or you lose it. Like it's exactly. no, never in it's between. It's never in between. Never bro. in between. It's one way or the other. But but yeah, man. Let's um. But I felt that I had to share that with the people. Let's oh, get yeah. into the, the last topic while we still have the time. Uh, the last topic oh, is uh, why do you do what you do? So personally, with you, why do you do everything that you do? Like school, um, podcasts, uh, dealing with family, like whatever it is. Like, why do you do? What I do. Why do you do that? Um, the way I, this is like I always live with this. No matter if it was a dream, an aspiration, anything. Especially when I met God. Like the reason I do what I do is because I know that somehow, in some way, there's a purpose in it. Like. Even if I don't see the purpose, like, it goes back to his ways are higher than your ways. His thoughts is higher than yours. So it's like, right now, I'm not seeing the purpose. But in God's eyes, there's there's a purpose in it. And there's a reason why I have to do it. And I don't know the reason now. But when I keep on trusting in the process and trusting whatever I'm doing, like, there's a purpose in it, man. So I think that's my biggest thing, man, is just a purpose. And um, also, like, with my dreams and aspirations, the reason I do that. It's because I also just feels like I've been called to do that, man. It's like, it just goes back to purpose, man. Just, there's a purpose in everything. And you may not see now, but it's a purpose that is worth, like, trusting in and working through. So, that's the reason why I do what I do, man. Man, I, I do what I do because I felt that I was called to do it. Yeah. And I have a lot of personal dreams and aspirations that I want for myself. And at the end of the day, it's like, you know, God's word said that he will fulfill all those things, but I want to make sure that at the end of the day that I'm fulfilling the purpose and the walk and everything that God intended for me to have so that those things could be accomplished. Cause I don't think that, that, that God's going to allow you to have all your goals and dreams and stuff accomplished. And he puts you here on this earth for a specific thing and you didn't do that. Mm -hmm. So he's like, all right, I'm going to uh, allow you to not do any of the things that I put you on this earth to do, but everything that you want, I'm going to take care of. And I just don't think that we have that type of God that's going to sure. make sure that your wants are taken care of and your needs are yeah, just like left away. So I just feel that uh, I do what I do now because, you know, walking with God and getting to know him and understand that, you know, that everything that I have and everything that I do and the reason I'm able to do it is because of him. Like I do it out of, you know, extreme gratitude first and foremost. And, and next, because like, like he created me, so why why wouldn't he know best on exactly what, what to do for my life? And I do it for that, and also the things that I want for myself personally. I kind of do that because that's what I want, mm-hmm. and, and some of it, like I kind of do it for my family, but a lot of it is like I want personally for myself. Like I want to be able to do certain things, and some of the rewards and some of the things that I get from it will be beneficial for my family. So I, I can say that. Uh, it's mainly for me and the results that I get from it will trickle into like my family, like oh, yeah, the income sure, and that type of stuff. If it's like private school, paying for college, you know, allow my wife not to work and to do that and to have that income for that stuff to be able to happen, then that will also be like, it'll be a win-win. Like I'll be happy uh, that I'm able to do all the things that I want to do. And my family will be happy that I was able to provide and make a way for them to have certain things or a certain lifestyles. So, oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Like I told myself, like whenever, I'm not even gonna say make it. Whenever I grow into it, because it's like there's so much power, and I am like we already are these things. Just growing into it, like whenever I grow into it fully, man, it's like I can't wait to like you know take care of my family as well, like my mom and my dad and sister and all that, man. So that's important, bro. 
But man, yeah, that was um that was some pretty cool topics, man. Five topics and let me go over the topics again for the people if you uh wanted to kind of go go into you know kind of review the review of what we did so the first one was why is motivation not as popular as negativity Mm -hmm. uh number two was why do people get comfortable with doing stuff with people doing stuff for them and eventually uh, look at it as an expectation uh number three was some people businesses companies groups whatever will tolerate you until they can replace you Mm -hmm. and four was uh what have you been doing for fun lately and then uh, after that, I kind of talked about the situation <laughs> of what happened uh, on my drive like two or three days ago and how we kind of spent 10, 15 minutes on that. Yeah. And then the fifth one was, uh, why do you do what you do? So that's kind of a quick uh, rundown um, summary of what we talked about today. And um, yeah, man, I think that's that's about it for today. Yeah. But was there anything else that um, you wanted to kind of go over or talk about? with the people to kind of uh, end it off or was that kind of it for, for the day? Um, that was basically it for me, man. Um, I mean, you want to end it off with a prayer like we always do? Oh, man, most definitely. Um, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we pray for every individual that's listening to this. Father, we don't know what they need, but you know what they need. We pray that this uh, these words that we, that we spoke today, we pray that it falls on solid grounds and it hits the right people that are supposed to hear. Father, I know that people are struggling and dealing with so many different things. Father, we pray that we're just able to reach those people that are struggling with the issues that we talked about. And we pray that these words can not only be words that they listen to, but these are words that can be life changing and beneficial for their life and help them to go into the right direction. That's going to help them. That's going to grow them. That's going to mature them. That's going to make them wiser in their walk within their life. And I pray, Father, also that they find you within this, Father, because we, like I said earlier, I pray that uh, their souls are saved because our ultimate goal is to win souls and to change lives through that, Father. So we uh, pray right now that. You make all those things happen and we pray that um, you uh, that your will be done and that you order every individual listening to this order their uh, their ways and their words within in the the way that you do things, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus we do pray. Amen. Amen.